You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hi, this is Billy Garcia from Survivor Book Island, and thank you once again for joining us on the Survivor Ghost Island recap here on the Oz Network. Today, I'm joined by one of the legends of the game, from one of, in my opinion, the best seasons of all time, Survivor Australian Outback, and that's Mitchell. Brother, it's always fun to be to be with you and, and to see you. So great to see you, Billy, and thank you for saying that you loved our season. I think it was definitely one of the one of the most watched for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, record setting, if I remember. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, likewise. So, how, how how do you like uh, Survivor Ghost Island season? Oh my God. So, can we first just say that there? You know, it gets to a point where let's think back to my survivor or even your own. And um, and it wasn't that complicated. We had <laughs> we had 16 people, eight per team. Um, and, you know, just vote, 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 vote until there's one remaining. And that was kind of just a bit. And back in my day, because season two, we didn't even have um, immunity idols wasn't a thing. It hadn't existed yet. And so to throw in immunity idols, fake immunity idols, extra votes, um, all these uh, different twists and turns, to be honest with you, as a fan of the whole franchise, um, that uh, isn't my favorite part of, 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 of what's happening now. I feel like um, it's, it's making it a bit too complicated we already have to memorize all these faces and names and everything else let's just let's just make it simple and go back to the way it used to be i mean do you agree on any level or am i completely crazy <laughs> no no i i think there's I, you and i both stand with a certain group of uh, fans that are traditionalists that we think the game has become too mm-hmm. gimmicky to where it's it's, li- yeah. it's literally like it doesn't matter if you have an alliance. It matters what you got in your pocket going into tribal council almost. Right. So, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that being said, great group of people. All, always great to, you know, um, to watch. And it's always a, a uh, does well in the ratings. But um, I say bring it back to its roots and just pick 16 total strangers. There doesn't have to be a theme. It doesn't have to be old against uh, young or rich against poor. Like, let's just pick 16 authentic, interesting people and let them vote each other off one by one. They're, they're, I guarantee you, if our season was the most watched season and we had no gimmicks, then I, I see no reason to uh, to try to spice it up, which is what I assume they're trying to do. Um, I just don't think it's it's necessary. Yeah, I fear the day that we get like a like uh, a the twist, the gimmick of like mole on left cheek versus mole on right cheek, and then <laughs> I fear that day. <laughs> right, something so stupid, so futile. I I agree. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, like yeah. Let's just let's just keep it simple. It's a great premise. Um, you know, what do they say when you're pitching a, a new show of any kind, if you can explain the show in one, you know, sentence, um, it could be a hit. 
So when I first learned about Survivor, which, you know, was, gosh, how many, 20 years ago, probably at this point, um, I just remember somebody telling me, because I'd already done a bunch of game shows. I was on the Wheel of Fortune, The Price is Right. Um, so I was like kind of a, uh, a game show junkie. And somebody's like, you might like this show. It's, it's about 16 people. They're on an island. They vote each other off until the last one stands and they win a million bucks. And I mean, that's a simple, easy, one-liner premise. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it worked and it works. So I don't, I don't see the need to try to spice it up with all these different, uh, you know, things that they did on this last, last season in particular, but you know, um, maybe, maybe they'll start to, you know, make it more simple and kind of stop doing so many crazy things. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, uh, just to, just to add to what you just said, uh, it reminds me of this uh, interview. I think it was on the, the TV guide that this shows you I'm dating myself here. <laughs> it was on TV guide. Is the TV guide still out there? Does it still exist? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea, but uh, it was Mark Burnett and he summed up survivor as incredible people on an incredible journey, making incredible television. Yeah. And, yeah, it was so simple. And it, it That's worked. it. Yeah, That's it all you need? Yeah. That's all you need. Um, even these themes, just uh, they just don't, uh, they're not necessary. I do think it's kind of cool when, like, they had, um, like, blood versus water. Like, um, stuff like that, you know, um, makes you think, ooh, I kind of want to watch that. But it's not necessary. You know, pick... 16 people off the street and put them in this experience. And these ordinary people will become extraordinary. That's just how it, it works. It's, 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 it's a simple, it's a simple game of that. Just, you know, um, putting normal people in this environment, um, will make them, <laughs> like I said, extraordinary. It, 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 there's no way around it. I agree. I agree. I, I will say that this season, had some great visual aesthetics as far as like the tribal council set where the, uh, the yeah. booth where they vote was uh, yeah. great, a great aesthetic. Um, ghost. And how about that challenge last night? Oh, Holy crap. Yeah. Um, when I saw, you know, the aerial view of it, I, I was like, that is amazing. You know, things like that. I was like, you know, this is like somebody has to sit down and really think this through and say, here's an idea. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that that's pretty brilliant that they're able to still pull that off. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, as a guy that wears a lot of skull shirts, I really appreciated that that, that <laughs> challenge. I bet. <laughs> but all right. You did. Yeah, but all right. Let's get into the recap. Um, let's do it. All right. So we uh, uh, we start out in the traditional Jeff Probst in the studio in Los Angeles, and yep. uh, uh, he showed us he showed us something unique in that usually they save the pre-boot 
for when they come out to celebrate with the winner. They were sitting out with uh, sitting out on the set, which is a, a nice nice difference. I noticed that yeah. Stephanie Johnson was missing, and it's all over social media. Like this whole, why was she not there? Like there was no no reason for her to be left out, and it, you know, and most people know that you get an extra ten grand to show up. Oh, to this what? Thing. So, yeah, it was it was weird. Right, they do get. Yeah, you're right. I forget about that. They give you money to go to that, you know. So yeah, so it was just weird that she didn't go, and it, it's still a mystery. Uh, I'm curious how that. Do you remember? Do you? By, side note: Do you remember when Richard Hatch tried to um, tried to make CBS pay them like a hundred thousand dollars to show up at the ending? Yeah. And he got like he got like over half the cast to uh, stick to their guns and yeah. say, "We're not coming back unless you give us that." Like. I mean, that was pretty clever, actually, because I feel like we all deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they make a ton of money on that show. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went back to that finale for, what, 10 grand? Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't even got that if it wasn't for Richard Hatch and, and that, that, right. that whole half of the cast that included Jervis <laughs> and several others. Um, yeah. I, I forget who it was that crossed the line, but if it wasn't for that one person that crossed the line, he probably would have got the 100 grand and we would all have gotten that that ever since exactly so, exactly so maybe it's better i don't remember who that is right. <laughs> All right. exactly so, uh, so we get into the episode and uh yeah sebastian admits that uh he's been hiding behind the big boys it's like his confessional here he, he admits yep. that he's been hiding behind the big boys but that he's ready to play this kind of foreshadows what's going to be happening next um okay yeah Dominic and Wendell talk about the upcoming vote, and even though they, they would like to take out Donathan, they know like it's time to start working on taking out Sebastian. So it's almost this simultaneous thing where, where the two sides have almost figured out they gotta go after each other. You're right, and um, I guess there's no question Sebastian needed to be taken out. Um, you know who drove me absolutely nuts? Like, I just... I, I don't like him as a person, and that's so bad to say, but it's Donathan. I just, I, like, nothing about him oh. impressed me. Is that bad? <laughs> am, I, am I, like, crushing oh. dreams all across America? No, I just, um, I, I, I felt, I don't know. He just, he rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. I, he, was, I, I, he wasn't high on my list of, of contestants. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm someone that uh, didn't don't really look at his game because his game was kind of self defeating. Uh, sure. But I kind of looked at him as a character, and as a character, like he could read the phone book, and I would be entertained. Like he just with that southern really? twang. In the, in well, the you know, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, and maybe that's how most people felt. I, um, you know, I just overall wasn't impressed with Donathan. I wasn't impressed with his personality. I wasn't impressed with his game. I um, I guess of the final, it was six last night when we started. Yeah. Of the final six, I mean, he uh, was for me the last one on the on the totem pole. I would have I would have tried to get rid of him first. I don't know. I just I mean, and maybe I maybe everybody else disagrees with me. It sounds like you seem to think he was great. I I don't know. I just he rubbed me the wrong way. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so we get into the immunity challenge, 
And uh, it is this massive, massive maze, maze in the shape yeah. of shape of a skull, which I totally love. I they need to do more of that. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was really great. I, I've been threatening to send uh, send Jeff Probst one of uh, one of my uh, famous skull shirts from <laughs> that I wore on my season, <laughs> just 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 to get a, get a picture of him at least holding it up or something. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so uh, so uh. They go through this maze, and you was talking about Donathan. Donathan yeah. was basically trailing the entire challenge. Yeah, he, he blew it. He blew it. Um, and when it comes to those those challenges where there's a puzzle at the end, sometimes it doesn't make any difference at all how quickly you get to that end or to that to the puzzle because the puzzle itself, which we'll talk about later with that with that pyramid, the puzzle itself can be so complicated that. You could all be there at the same time or 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 not, and um, you're still gonna it's gonna take a while. But it looked like to me that Wendell kind of has a knack for um, puzzles, right? I mean, it seems like he that's kind of his thing. Yeah, I, I uh, I've joked in the past on this podcast that it's because he's in the furniture business, so like he could he doesn't need the instructions for like IKEA furniture. He could just <laughs> put it together. <laughs> That's right. He throws those out the window and he's like, I can do this. Uh, no, that's, that's a very, that's a, that's a worthy argument. I, I like that. Um, yeah, that was, uh, you know, that was his thing. And, and to be honest, I don't know about you, Billy, but puzzles are not my thing. Um, so I would have struggled at those, at those particular games and, and um, I think you probably also know that physical <laughs> fitness is also not my thing. So, <laughs> oh, well. so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it again, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this. This is going to sound crazy. When it comes to nautical themed puzzles, I can handle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's got to float, I will make that some bitch float. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But the like the, the one that we're gonna get to later, like the pyramid puzzle, yeah. I'd have probably kicked one of the pieces into the ocean, man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, there was some interesting things with that one too. <laughs> yeah. So uh Wendell wins this immunity. Yes. And then and then it's also a reward where they get to have stakes. Steak. Uh I, all the puns about the high stakes and the That, that was kinda funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he got to pick two people. And, uh, um, he's very strategically picked them, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and, uh, well, first of all, let's, let's mention that it was Sebastian and Angela, mm-hmm. and that made Laurel, like, go into flip very, mode, like. Very angry, yep. Yeah, yeah, so, so let me hear what you think of the strategy behind taking Sebastian and Angela. What do you think the strategy behind? Um, okay, um, I think that he already had Laurel in his back pocket and he knew that. Right. And right. so, um, bringing on those two, uh, Sebastian and, and, uh, Angela, I feel like, uh, you know, they weren't nearly, uh, as, as connected to his particular camp, um, as the others. And so I, I feel like he used it as a way to get to know them, to try to read their minds a bit, to try to, um, I think he even said it himself, possibly, where he thought, if I vote out Sebastian, I can still be the good guy. 
and I can still be the guy who's like, oh, gosh, I hate that that happened to you. But um, but I still remember I brought you to have a steak, all that stuff. And then in the end, Sebastian will possibly on the jury vote for him, which I think he did. I, I, I didn't I didn't look through those very closely. But, um, you know, uh, it was strategic, to say the yeah. least. If he had brought Laurel, you know, and like people that he already kind of had a tie to, uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been the smartest thing to do, uh, to be yeah. honest. I, I totally agree with you. And the phrase that comes to mind when he did this move was jury management, where he's essentially buttering up the jury so he could win their vote. Yeah. If he's going to sit next to Laurel, he doesn't need to butter her up. Doesn't need to. Yeah, he just needs her to believe that she's going to be at the end. That's all. Yeah. And isn't and that, he, and isn't that weird like um I um in one that did not make it to the jury, but like when you do, I guess you always have to think about that. You always have to think um what can I do to uh, sway that jury in my direction at the end? Which, gosh, there's so many pieces happening and, and, and um, this <laughs> huge puzzle. And then you got to actually think about that, too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy, sure. crazy game, isn't it? It, it is. <laughs> That's it why is. it's still around, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Sebastian uh, cuts some more, um, some more confessionals, and he's feeling good about Donovan going home. Mm-hmm. However... He uh he felt like it was his last chance to use his advantage that he had in the game coming up at that tribal council where he had that extra vote. So right. and he wanted to use it to make a big move against Donovan, God. Donovan or Wendell. Um, Billy, did Sebastian ever even use that? He didn't even uh, have a chance to, did he? Did, yeah, this is what we're getting into right here. This is um this is uh where we get to the uh the uh well we. We're about to we're about to get to that point. Before that happens, um, okay. Angela Angela uh gets back to Donathan, and for whatever reason, I'm still not a hundred percent sure. She blabs the entire plan to Don to, to not Donathan. I'm sorry, to Dominic. That's, that's right. That's right. And she tells him about the um, advantage, the extra vote, and that they're coming after him. And right. And even Dominic was like, "What a loose cannon," you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so true. So yeah. So so this whole yep, thing comes comes back around at, at tribal council, where uh, yep. even though Dominic doesn't want to use his real idol, he he has a real one and then a fake one with explicit instructions on the fake one that he's to use it to somehow gain power in the game. Okay, so Billy, um, I'm glad you brought that up. He needs to use it to strategically trick somebody into thinking he has it. But this is where I was a little bit confused. Can he actually use it? Like bring it to Jeff Probst and say, here's my idol. Like in the end, how would that have worked? Would Jeff have been like, um, you know, he did give me an idol, but it was fake. So any votes cast against him will still count. Like, is that how that would have worked? Like, I was like, I get trying to use it to trick somebody, but like actually sitting in tribal council, walking that fake idol up to Jeff and saying, here's my fake, here's my real idol, even though he knew it was fake and Jeff knew it was fake. Like, I didn't know, maybe there was instructions and maybe the producers told him, but that, that all seemed a little bit weird to me. Yeah, yeah, because, 
Because what, what Dominic achieved at, at Tribal Council was he basically bluffed Sebastian yep. into not using his extra vote, which made no sense, in oh, my right. opinion, because that was his last opportunity to use the extra vote. Was so it? He basically, yes. So he basically talked Sebastian down oh, into no. using it. And then he handed the the fake idol to Jeff before the votes were cast, yeah. which meant Jeff could not say anything about the idol at that point. Okay. He had the, he had to wait until after the votes were cast, and then reveal that it's okay. a fake idol, and all the votes against Dominic account. That makes more sense now. Okay, okay, I get that. Um, so explain to me this extra vote. Who would who would Sebastian have have um, put that extra vote toward, do you think? If he could have convinced his people to stick to their guns and still vote Dominic and put the extra vote on Dominic, mm-hmm. or, you know, then, then he would have went out because it was a fake idol. Or he could have used his two votes to split, put one vote on one person, put another vote on another person, and then if that all the votes on Dominic go out, the worst that'll happen is that he's tied one-on-one with that somebody else. Okay. 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 So that's two different ways of using it. He could have picked one or the other. He chose neither. <laughs> he kept it in his and, pocket. And, and you're saying that was his last chance to use it? Yes. He specifically said in his confessional that was his last chance to, well, to, that, to that use it. Well, that was really dumb on his part. It, it was, he got bluffed to the point that he just didn't think it. Yeah. He didn't think. Right. Right. Shoot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> again, again, this all comes back to um, why are we complicating things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just vote. Everybody gets one vote. Everybody gets. There's no idols. There's no any immunity. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you win a challenge, good for you. You get immunity for that. But uh, nothing further, you know. I that that's my that's that's what I think, and maybe I'm being old fashioned, and maybe everybody else disagrees with me. But that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after all of that that I just yes. explained, and this whole uh, this whole uh, uh, advantage not being played, fake idol being played, <laughs> all this stuff, Sebastian gets voted out, and oh. he didn't take it well. No. He sure <laughs> he didn't, didn't. Think it well. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have either though. But uh No, yeah, he didn't take it well and um and gosh, um he was definitely a threat though. So it made sense yeah. for them to pick him, but uh uh he I mean he had he had options. I don't know. He he kind of blew it himself. I I don't yeah. you know, I don't I don't pity him, I guess. He got in the words of of of, of Richard Hatch he got bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Richie! All right. I do love Richie. I get to, I get to see him in a in a few months. We're gonna have lunch. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Send my regards. What's that? Send my regards. I will. I will. I thought you said keep up your guard, which is also no. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> even, even gay related like oh boy you gotta be careful around him <laughs> alright so uh, uh, the next day we right away go into a, another immunity challenge and uh, this okay. one they go through yep. an obstacle course collect puzzle pieces and this yep. is the pyramid one 
the, the yeah. one that we were talking yeah. about. It's yeah. only four pieces. Four pieces. Very and it was awkward, so odd pieces, and and they and they they use the word pyramid. Um, and you know, as you probably saw afterward, uh, it was uh, um, who was it who was complaining and saying. You know, I kind of thought that maybe the pyramid would have a flat top. I don't that know. was Dominic, yeah. That was Dominic. <laughs> was dumb. And, yeah, I mean, uh, when you say just pyramid, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, it's tough. Uh, and, and the puzzle pieces were quite different and unique, so. Maybe uh, Dominic in his mind pictured, like, one of the Aztec step pyramids, which have a flat top. <laughs> like the Pyramid of the Sun in Mexico, right? <laughs> right, like, unfinished. <I'm- laughs> Like a like a lazy pyramid, like a lazy Egyptian unfinished. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. So once again, our our puzzle genius here, Wendell wins. Wendell in his underpants. And can I just point out <laughs> one thing, Billy? Sure. When we were on Survivor, and I think you can agree with me, that wasn't a thing. We didn't wear our underpants. Um, we had shorts, we had swim trunks, we had whatever, but we didn't just wear pants, uh, underpants. Right. Unless unless your name was Richard Hatch, and then you wore nothing. You are right. Like, maybe he's the trendsetter here, but, um, we, uh, in the last, I would say five to 10 years, it's like, you can't keep these people in clothes. They, yeah. <laughs> um, they're wearing their underwear all the time. And, and I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. Like, on one, on one season, you like, had, on one ahead. season, you had Max and Sharin completely bottomless. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I've even posted on Facebook, like, our group picture of our season and then, like, the group season picture now and like everybody's got their top all the guys have their top off all the girls are in bikinis but when you look at our season everyone was fully 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 clothed and um and i think you know that just goes back to what i was saying earlier where it's like um uh when it comes to even complicating things and and adding all this stuff to it like let's keep it simple and let's let's be Let's be ordinary people. We don't all have to have a six pack. We don't all have to, um, you know, be the hottest girl or the hottest guy. Um, let's just, you know, um, wear clothing, <laughs> be real. Um, and, and so that's just kind of another, I don't know, a side note and argument. And I'm sorry to, sorry to keep, uh, um, taking, <laughs> taking our interview down uh, other other rabbit holes that you were probably expecting. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. He, uh, Wendell, he, he wore those, he wore those um, boxer briefs very well. But uh, again, is it necessary? I don't know. Well, <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> you're so... like, now where do I go? <laughs> I'm sorry, I gave you a segue to nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what we were talking about before, and I'll help. Uh, well, well, Dominic considered uh, taking Donathan, who always wore his clothes, <laughs> to the final <laughs> four. Thank God, by the way. <laughs> He considered yeah. taking him to the final four because he's a weaker, he's weaker at challenges than Laurel. Yep. Uh, 
Yeah. But I kind of get the feeling that Dominic likes to just wave his options at and his confessionals, um, and not necessarily, not necessarily something that he's even really like fifty percent on or forty percent on. It's just I, I, I get a feeling like he likes to mention every single possible option sure. as a way to make for an interesting confessional. Yeah, because uh, I agree. Uh, in this case, uh, after a uh, Laurel kind of admits that uh, she was feeling pressure that night, and uh, uh, Dominic was basically going to play his hidden immunity idol anyways at this point because that was his last time to play it. Sure. Um, and uh, uh, Wendell had had one immunity. Basically, all the votes were pretty much locked in to where it was Donathan. Yep. And the interesting part of what would have been a very meh tribal council is that Wendell plays his idol that was uh the the Eric Reichenbach idol uh uh immunity necklace that they turned into a hidden immunity idol. Uh-huh. And he plays it on Laurel as a way to say that I'm loyal to you, you're not going anywhere. Sure. Yep. And uh, again this was like massive foreshadowing of what um, was to come. Um you're right. So okay. So we're on the, uh, just so I know that we're on the same page. So Wendell wasn't going anywhere because he had already won immunity, right? Correct. And so he had that idol that he only had one chance now to use. Like, yeah, couldn't have used it next time or whatever. Exactly. Um, I found that to be a brilliant piece of the pu- of the whole puzzle. Um, and so you know, here I've been arguing how you know sometimes keep it simple, blah blah blah, but. That really upped the game for me and made me kind of more excited because I was like, okay, okay, he knows what he's doing. Um, he could have just let that idol die. He could have given the idol to somebody else. It doesn't matter. In his head, he was like, I'll bet I'll be in that final three with her. And what better way to to absolutely secure her vote than to say, listen, because he'd already kind of pissed her off a few times. Yeah. The whole stake thing and everything else. Um, so that was kind of his chance to be like, listen, we're, we're still good. We're still, we're still okay. And um, that was a really brilliant move. And so overall, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm bashing the whole fact that they have all these different things that, uh, you know, to, to complicate the game, but that was one of those things where I was like, okay, that was a good move, and I like, I liked it. Like, that sucked me in a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucked Laurel in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll get and, to that. And Billy, put yourself in her shoes. Wouldn't you kind of feel the same way if you were like, wow. And, oh, looking back, she didn't need it. Remember? Like, she didn't need that immunity item. Um, because exactly. I don't think anybody, maybe one person, I don't think anybody really voted for her, but like it was, again, he probably knew that too. It was just his way of saying, we're good. We're good. Right. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was smart. That was smart. Yeah. And even, yeah, I, I think even though it played out better than he had anticipated, I sure. think the way he anticipated was she, she's won immunity in the past. She wanted to make sure that, she was going to pull him, and, you know, because the, the whole twist of 
of okay. in, in modern day Survivor is that whoever wins that final immunity, you pull one and the other two face off and fire. Right. Um, right. So, right. So I think he was playing that in that way as yeah. a way in case she won, he would get he would be the one she would pull in. But it worked out even better than he anticipated. Right. Right. Billy, can I um, ask you a question about that for just a second? Sure. Of course. So, okay, the fire thing. They were talking about that fire before it even happened. Um, now, you and I both know that Survivor doesn't necessarily stick to any particular tradition or rule, right? Right, right. So yeah. I was almost a little bit annoyed when they were talking about, you know, who can build the fire better, let's practice, blah, 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 blah. Um, why on earth is Survivor and CBS feeling the need to keep that tradition alive when they could have easily pulled a, you know, hey, reach in the bag and grab a, a purple rock, whatever. You know, remember that happened? Right, um, yeah. Why on earth are they sticking so true to that, even though I love that whole, like, let's see this fire burn until their flag pulls up and all that. <laughs> but why on earth are they, they um, making that, like, a go-to tradition when, I mean, and do you think the producers pulled them aside and said, listen, we're sticking with that plan, you know, like, cause I if, if I was playing the game again today and I came down to that final, I would say, Hey, I'm not banking on the fact that they're going to, uh, follow the tradition of we're going to build a fire and whoever can build it first, blah, blah, blah. I would be like, Hey, they, you know, they can pull whatever hijinks they want and they will. Um, so yeah. why is that? such a go-to like that in a weird way that kind of threw me off a little bit. And I thought, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't understand why um, that's uh, so set in stone. So See, I think, yeah, I think survivor does this once in a while where they'll set something in stone and then they'll, and, and then one season they'll pull the rug out from under them. A la, yeah. a la Tony and Wu, who, uh, yep. that was a season where they didn't have a final three. They pulled the rug out from under it. And it was a final two. So it was set in right. stone up to that point for a long while that it would be a final three at the end. And then that was the one season that it wasn't. Right. And now, so I think that's what they're doing. It's setting this up to where several seasons in a row, it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, the final four, you pick one, the, the immediate winner picks one, and the other two fire, face off in a fire challenge. And then one season in the future, they're going to scrap that, and it, it's going to totally throw off some people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think they do. They do it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad we have this chance to talk about that because I um I was just a little bit taken aback by the fact that they were the contestants were so convinced that this was how it was going to be. Um and for me, even if I was like Jeff Probst or Mark Burnett, I feel like if I saw the contestants so convinced about it happening one way, Oh my gosh, that would be my chance to be like, all right, we're changing it up. Um, it's it's no longer that. We're seeing how far you can throw a, a, a football. I don't know. So um, it just it, it it surprises me a little bit that 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 is the um, that is set in stone. I don't know. I, it just makes me a little bit uh, shocked about that. 
yeah, yeah. I think I think in a future season, likely in a returning player season, they're gonna pull the rug out from under him and do something different. At right, that right, um, right, and rightfully so. In this game, uh, they've made it clear from day one: you don't know where we're going next. You don't know what our plan is. Um, um. We have all of you here. We're voting one of you off right now. Like, remember that happened? Oh, the poor girl. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you don't know what our plan is, and that's how we like to keep it. So why would there be this one thing that was always the same? I just, that, well, for some reason, that uh, stuck with me last night. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, Donovan gets voted out. Um, yeah. And then they cut to the live studio where Jeff talked to Donovan. So mm-hmm. when he did that, Weird too. at this point, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, crap. They warned us that they were going to do something with Kevin Hart. Now he's going to take up a crap load of time. <laughs> if they're, oh, right. if they're, yeah, they're doing Donovan now. That means Kevin Hart's going to eat up a crap load of time. <laughs> I was like, crap, damn. Right, with this game show. Yes, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, so, uh. When we get back into the episode, it's the final immunity challenge, and um, it's a classic one where they have to stand on this wobbly uh, platform, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And they uh, they stack up these balls, six six of them high, and mm-hmm. if you can stack them up and uh, and they stay, and you touch the backboard, then uh, you're the winner. Right. And uh, there was a ton of lead changes, a ton of lead changes. The wind yeah. was blowing especially yeah. hard. So I, I bet you they picked the windiest beach to have this on. <laughs> Very smart. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, so fan uh, on. I'll be right. I'm right here. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was. I liked it. I liked that particular challenge because I like when um, when the leader can change so often like that. Yeah. Like for me, that's how it needs to be. Um, but yeah, that was a good challenge. It was a good challenge. Yeah, it, it was fun to watch. Um, yep. And Dominic wins the final immunity, uh, which you know it's it been every the complaint going it, it going for a while now, and it continued on through this episode that it's been the Dominic window show, and yeah. sort of the, the immunity win kind of kind of uh, personified that that whole notion. Right. Right. Now, what would have happened if it wasn't Dom who won that? You know, I, I, I think about that a lot, too, because, gosh, I think he would have been pop, probably on the chopping block, right? Yeah, I think he would have had the, let's say Laurel or, or Angela would have won. Yep. I think both of them would have took Wendell, and then Dominic would have had to make fire against whoever the other I woman agree. would have been. I agree. I agree. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, so the interesting difference here is that instead of going back to camp, they all had to go to Ghost Island yes, for the final did. Ghost Island t- twist. And uh, after Dominic tried to get a feel for who who should he pit against Wendell in a fire-making challenge, Wendell kind of knew the writing on the wall because he'd have done the same thing. Right. So, right. so yeah, there was, no, there was no mystery there. But after all of that, the... Dominic had to go and pick from three urns and the to, to, to sort of break the uh the curse of those three urns and one of those urns was from your season. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> <They> had to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was hoping they would have picked that. I was a little bit surprised that they didn't Yeah. <laughs> that was a really interesting, you know, um, particular twist in our season that, you know, Colby, she, gosh, she had to know that uh, picking her was not the right thing. Um, and, you know, I think it was, Keith was his other option, yes, right? Yes, yes. And the, the cook who me. couldn't make rice. <laughs> <laughs> the chef who was like, who was like d- terrible at <laughs> chefing. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was an interesting take on our particular season. Um, I don't know if you know this. Do you know that they like, um, that they, okay, there are, two major rules in Survivor, and they are no splitting the money or or any discussion of collusion or, or anything like that with the money, and no physical um, contact, like, like beating each altercations, other. Altercations, yeah. Yes, no physical yes. altercations, yeah. And, and maybe rules have changed since I was on, which was years ago, but those were two very hard and fast rules that were in our contracts that were like, there's no collusion. There's of splitting the money and there's no physical fitness. There's no physical beating or, or, or um, trying to um, harm another. And in our season, Colby and Tina had agreed to buy the winner. The winner would buy the runner up a Harley. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> oh, wow. in the end, that's how it went down. And I, I remember, I, I remember Colby being upset because uh, the Harley didn't have all the bells and whistles that he wanted, and it wasn't as, it wasn't as, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of a just kind of a standard Harley, kind of on the on the cheaper end, brand new, but like just not didn't have everything. And I just remember there was, uh, uh, you know, some anger about that, which is funny. But that was their way around the whole collusion of splitting money. Like, I'll buy you a Harley. (laughs) So, uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, gosh, there was a reason why I brought this up, wasn't there, Billy? (laughs) I don't know, but I'd have been happy if somebody, if the winner would have bought me, like, dinner. Like, just buy me dinner, I, I I basically gave Yule like sent Yule to Exa, uh to Exile Island on my own, and he found a hidden immunity out of there, and he used he never played it, but he used it to manipulate, and that's how he won. Really? And I'm like, buy me dinner, man! Come on, <laughs> take me to McDonald's. I'll I'll take that. Give me a coupon. Right, right. <laughs> well, um. This ending came down to there must have been something with this ending that made me think of that story. Um, well, they were breaking the curse of the urn, which is where we yes, started. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what it was. So, so the urn, yes. Um, if Colby had um, had picked Keith, he would have been in the clear, hundred percent. It probably yeah. would have been every single vote for Colby and none for Keith. But he went down that road of loyalty, which you gotta say, good for you. But loyalty of um, I'm I'm sticking with my guns here, and I'm picking Tina, 
because we said we would bring it to the end here. And, um, and hey, worst case scenario, I get a Harley. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, that, that was where that whole story came from. Sorry to sidetrack there. No, it's all right. So, uh, Dominic ended up picking the urn of, uh, Tony and Wu. Yep. yep. Uh, feeling he wanted to break Wu's curse of bringing the right person to the end. Right. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so they go to tribal council and uh, they discuss the uh, 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 Laurel kind of gives away the the uh, or puts it out there that Dominic wanted to take Wendell out and use one of the women to, uh, to, to, to be the fire maker to take to take Wendell out. Right. I think right. Laurel was trying to blow up Dominic's game, but I didn't see it as blowing up his game at this point. Like. No. Of course he's trying to do this. Like he's trying to sure. win. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure, exactly. So I, I I didn't think it was it was this big deal that Laurel was trying to make it out to be, but I, I guess she oh. was trying to build some kind of resume. I don't even I don't even know how that builds a resume. But. And um <laughs> right. And Billy Billy, in your mind, cuz I did this, cuz I I don't know, are you superstitious? Uh no, the closest I I come to being superstitious is that I think it's bad luck to get shot with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> in the head. Yeah, especially the head. <laughs> I think crazy. it's really bad luck. Yeah, that's awful luck. Um good point. I I um I put myself in Wendell's shoes last night and I was like, okay. If he had sat at the table he was supposed to sit at to build that fire, would it really have made a difference? You know, if he's as superstitious as he uh-huh. came off as, yeah, it's possible it could have weighed on his mind and it could have slowed his movements down. Maybe. Maybe. That's why, and, 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 and that's why, you know, with this game, it makes me so frustrated sometimes because I'm like, ah, uh, I just, I wish we could replay that with him in that chair. Yes. See how that would have panned out. Um, yeah, see, I was upset with Angela. Adamant. He was yeah. adamant. And, 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 and you're right. Angela was like, I don't care. That was the totally wrong move. Because if you have an advantage, keep it. Mm-hmm. Keep it. Keep it doesn't it. matter what it is. It doesn't matter what the advantage is. If you have the advantage, keep it. Use it. It doesn't matter what it is. And if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. But I, just like the whole Eliza Stick thing. Eliza knew the stick was not a real idol, but she played it anyways. Because that's what she had. Play it anyways. <laughs> right, right, right. Gosh. So, <laughs> I, uh, yep, that that um, stuck with me for a little while. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, wh- would that have made a difference if he, if he was in that other chair? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's so superstitious mm-hmm. that it would have weighed on him. Yep. And even if it didn't slow him down, maybe as soon as, like, the first fire went out, he he just might have thought, oh, it's the chair, it's the color, and yep. he, you know he, he would have defeated himself. Right, right, right. Because quicksand is something that's the quicksand effect, is something that's real on Survivor, where once you're you're in the figurative quicksand, the more you the more you harder you try, the quicker you sink. Sure, sure, yeah. So yeah, I, I wow. totally would have had him sitting in the, wow, my in mind, the chair my... he was most afraid of. Yeah, we were talking about Richard earlier. 
you know Richard would have been like, your ass stayed glued into that seat. Like, can we get some more orange in this tribal council? <laughs> that would have been Richard Hatch. Yes, it would have. It would have. Wow. Um, yeah, my mind is kind of blown up here because, because boy, you're so you're so right. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what uh, what what how it would have played out if if things were different. Like. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah, he's he superstitious, so... Very. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Angela made the wrong move. She never really got going in her fire making. She got eliminated and sent to the jury. And, right. Uh, so uh, we, we do the sort of traditional thing of breakfast. They kind of run through it. Cause it's, uh, I, I'm pretty sure nothing really happened in, at, at that point. Uh, right. So we jump to, we'll jump to the final tribal council. Where, first of all, what do you think of the new format where they don't all go up one at a time, where it's kind of a discussion? Everybody talks. I saw that and I thought, is that, is that new this year? Uh, no, no, it's, this is like the fourth season, maybe? I'm thinking, yeah, it sounds right. Like the I third or fourth tell season. You, Billy, I, I prefer everybody having their chance to literally say, here's, Here's my um, here's my reasoning, or here's my question, or here's my statement, um, and I and I can see where CBS probably looked at it like, let's make this more conversational. Let's make this more of a um, of a um, you know, uh, I don't know, like like a, we're all sitting down for family dinner, and <laughs> let's decide who's going home and why. Um, Get the biggest piece of the chicken, right? <laughs> right, 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 and so. I don't know. I watched that and I kept thinking, is this the best way to do it? And, um, and, and why? And well, the, the, when, uh, Jeff Probst first introduced this back in Game Changers, I believe, okay. um, he, he, he mentioned that, um, some, they were having a problem with some of these questions that they became very generic. What are you going to do with the million type questions? And right. there was basically some people that had nothing to add. Okay. And the people that had some great points, like, they would make their point and then leave and we would hear nothing more of those points. Okay. So this was really like his way, or not his way, but the show's way of putting the people that have, you know, something good in the forefront and putting the people that have nothing to add to basically, you know, step aside or, or maybe okay, just but, give them something to think of. But Billy, doesn't it also allow for the chatty McChatterson to to give their <laughs> give their two cents more than once, right? Like um it doesn't it doesn't stop anybody from saying, well here's what I also wanted to say or here's what I also have a question about. Like Well with- Jeff is there. Jeff is there. He could just say, Alright, alright, let let so and so speak or he can yeah. just shut that person up. Especially if he they're going nowhere with it. Shut it down, you're right. But <laughs> yeah. let's think about this. When when we did it our way and when you did it, you, you know, you were the same as me. Yeah. Um, everybody had one chance, one chance to ask a question, to give a statement to, I don't know. For some reason, that makes more sense to me than a conversation that could easily turn into tons of follow up 
questions. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to go. I, uh, you know, maybe it comes down to the Miss America in me because I'm a judge for, <laughs> I'm a judge for the Miss America system. And, 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 you know, we, uh, the girls get that one onstage question, right? right. Usually 10 points. And, and we do a 13 minute that doesn't happen on stage, 13 minutes of just conversation um, with the judges asking anything they want where you can add follow-up questions and all that. But um, um, that's where you really get to know the girl. This one onstage question doesn't really do anything for you. So, yeah, yeah so maybe this is the way to do it where you had that chance for a follow-up where – if they answer your question and you're not satisfied, you can say, eh, I, I need more. I need more from you. I, I, I you know, which, which happened in this tribal council where yes. where you had uh, Desiree say, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to vote on you based on a conversation about music. Right. <laughs> I need something more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because when I watched it, I was like, gosh, is this brand new that they do it this way? But it sounds like they've been doing it for a few years and. Yeah, um, it, it it I guess it kind of makes sense to me. It yeah, works. It, yeah, it, I I think um, I think what it's done is is it's given it's given the the uh, the the players a chance to to maybe focus on on less less on external things like talking or, or you know even the viewers watching at home less on the, the external stuff like the backstory. Uh, my dad left me when I was a kid. And, yep. and and that sort of stuff, and more focus on what game related did you do? Right, right. Because when somebody tries to take it away from that, like like mm-hmm. how Wendell tried to do, where he tried to say, okay, I did all these things around camp. I built I built uh, seats so you guys could sit. I, I built this and that. So you know, somebody came in and interrupted. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the game here. So right. right. So yeah, wow. I, I can see I can see how. How that's evolved and how they wanted it to evolve to this point, and and I'm sure there's going to be an even better version that they'll come up with down the road. Yeah, Billy, well, I well, wonder. I do. I wonder if if um, you know, they they like like we've been talking about. They've been making changes. Um, they've been keeping certain traditions that maybe they shouldn't be keeping, like the fire starting. Um. And yeah, it really makes you wonder if that's the route to go or the way to go. I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, that's that's a. I'm glad that you brought that up because I I I um I questioned that last night. I was like, well, this is very different. You know, you don't you don't get one chance. I think back to, and I'm sure you've watched it a few times, but Richard Hatch's moment. You know, and wasn't it Greg who went up there and said, pick a number between one and ten. Yeah, I mean, basically yeah. that's how Richard won. Yeah, yeah, and those, for some reason, to me, those, um, those moments, I, I like them. I, I think okay. that that's, I think that's the way to go. You get, you get one chance to make a statement. You get one chance to ask a question. You get one chance. Um, this isn't a, um, this isn't a. Let's go back and forth and have a discussion. This is a. What do you want to say one time? <laughs> I don't know. I, it makes more sense to me in a weird way. 
in a game show style kind of way, it makes more sense to me. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um, there were basically two major points that were brought up at, at Tribal Council. Okay. Uh, one of them was, was who, who pulled the alliance together? Cause Wendell had one story. And then he got cut off by, by, uh, of all people, Donathan. And then they kind of put up hands. Who, who got pulled in by, by, by Dominic? And there was a surprisingly large number of hands that, that, that raised, you know, um, and then the other big thing was, um, Wendell, uh, not Wendell, I'm sorry, uh, Sebastian making this big deal about how he went out. And even though Chris, who was Dominic's main rival, gave him respect and so did Michael, it felt like Sebastian was the, almost the, the classic cliche bitter juror. <laughs> he was very bitter yeah. about, even though he, he admitted readily that he was going to use it to take out Dominic, and that was okay. Use his advantage to take out Dominic, but it wasn't okay for him to get bluffed out of using it with an idol that was basically the the letter on the idol said to use it in that manner, in that the fake idol. But he wasn't okay with it, so it felt like classic bitter bitter juror in that you know he's kind of hypocritical. It was all right for him to make moves against that guy against Dominic, but not all right for Dominic to make any moves against him. Right, right. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, Billy. That's I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because that's a an interesting twist in a lot of ways, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I think that that notion of the people who all sided with Sebastian kind of is where where we ended up getting what happens next, which is where the vote went. And uh, before I, I mention how the vote went, I'll say they went to vote. And to everybody's shot, including my own sitting at home, Jeff Probst decides yeah. to pull up Borneo. Like... <laughs> yeah, pull up Borneo and read the votes right then and there. <laughs> right? Because so... he knew. Yes. yes. <laughs> he had something up his sleeve, which now, looking back, we know. But, uh, wow, wasn't that a shocker? Even the people sitting there, um, the uh, jurors and everybody else were like, what? Yeah, great money shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, remind me with your season. Our season, it came down to two, Tina and Colby. And that was the first time they wrapped it up, and they said, we'll talk about this in L.A. at the finale. And so we didn't know, although we talked. Ah. And we all discussed it, and we all had a feeling <laughs> Um, as long as we were all being honest with our votes, we knew who won, right? Okay. So yeah, that's kind of how it went down for us. Now, with your season... We, had, we were the first season with the final three. Three. Okay. We were the first season. Okay. And it was Becky, Ozzy, and Yule. Oh, and, right, um, right, right. Right. And, of course, like you said, we all talked. But yeah. there was a lot of people that were feeling pressure... Um, not to say, not to tell the truth. So, sure. the there was very may, maybe there was two two jurors at most that told the truth about their vote. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so we all thought going into the finale that Ozzy won in his landslide. Sure. And and just the opposite was true. Yule won by one vote. He had five. Ozzy had four. Becky had none. And. <laughs> 
the shock on Ozzy's face became a meme for a while. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that shock is probably going to pale in comparison (laughs) to the shock of all these jurors with the reading of the votes right then and there. And the way it played out was the first five, if if I'm correct here, I, I hope I got this right, the first five people on the jury voted for Dominic. And the last five people on the sent to the jury voted for Windows. Right. <laughs> and okay. so Windows basically Windows late game jury management garnered him those five votes. That's how it played right. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh we were talking God. about all that foreshadowing, yeah. Yeah. So then Jeff reveals the big shot that all right, the the third person in this equation who didn't get any votes now becomes a member of the jury. Which I'm going to ask you a question about this in a second here. And she has to cast sure. a single vote, and then that vote would be read at, at, in Los Angeles. Here's my question. Now, this is a, We both know that there's a jury bonus. She's now a member of the jury. Did she get the jury bonus? <laughs> Do you think she deserves it? I think she deserves it. She cast a vote. Right. <laughs> That's big money right there. The that bonus. is. That's big money. <laughs> If I was her agent, I'd send the bill. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh my gosh, Billy, that is um, that is all really interesting stuff. Um, gosh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to take in, which is kind of the theme of this episode. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> <laughs> Let it sink in. Yeah, gosh, I love. We this. got a season in one episode, basically. <laughs> yes, yes. I gotta say, because I think I even mentioned to you earlier in the week that I that I haven't been as loyal with this particular season as other seasons. And and when I sat down last night and I hit play and I watched that entire episode, you know, two two and a half hours until they really revealed who won, I was I was sucked in. I really was. I was on board. Um, in every way, um, I, you know, I, uh, like I said, I, I disliked certain people. I, I loved certain people. I was just, I was really, really, really on board in a, in a big, big way. So, so again, I, you know, um, I know we're not done here, but I just want to thank you for asking me to do this because, because I, you know, I watched that episode and I was like yeah this is great TV I don't care how complicated or complicated (laughs) what it may be but this is great TV to watch all of this happening Um, I am on board okay all right yeah so it was it was it was it was great so thank you again for I appreciate that my pleasure my pleasure brother so uh (laughs) Jeff Probst uh does his whole walk through the audience with the urn yeah. And for the first time ever, he's only got one vote to vote to, to to pull out, and you can even see it like dating back to the to to when Jeff left Dominic's face to when they arrive at L.A. Dominic's face still has that. Ah, oh, shit! I lost. Look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> he just had it. It was great. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a fan of Dominic. I, I love the way he plays. <laughs> yeah, but just his yeah. expression was it's, it's, it's a money shot. It's a money <laughs> so they reveal the vote, and of course, Laurel, you know, she she basically got got uh, weaned into that vote 
courtesy of a, a window. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, right. And he wins. He becomes the third African American ever to win Survivor, and only the second African American, along with Earl. But Sepia was the uh, was the female African American. Ah, so, uh, so a little bit. Yes. I, I love it. I love it because I keep thinking of the. I mean, I I I, I hear these names. I'm like, that's right. Um, yeah. How how completely and totally interesting. I'm so glad you're bringing that up, Billy. That's so that's so true and crazy. Yeah. I love yeah, some that. great, some great, great statistics is going to come out of this this episode, yeah. but it's going to take a while to dissect because, like you, like we both mentioned, we th- this had a lot in it, and to, to be honest, this is my longest recap of of the, of the season. Like, Sorry, we've been going for a while. <laughs> no, it is it's just the episode. So much happened. This is literally the longest recap. There were some so episodes where there were some episodes where the recap lasted. The recap portion of the podcast. Lasted about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy, but you're right. There were so many elements that all came together that, um, like I said, I sat there and I watched it all. And I thought, you know, um, gosh, th- this this particular episode stands alone. It stands alone. Yes. You know how they say, yes. um, you know, there's, there's certain... There's certain TV shows where you kind of got to keep watching, like 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 what what is it, Westworld? Have you seen that? Right, right, yeah. Where you got to kind of keep watching all the way to be able to keep keep up. This episode, if you were new to Survivor, you had never seen an episode ever, and you sat down last night to watch that two and a half hour until the reveal, or three hour total, you would be highly entertained. Yeah. No question. Highly entertained. And and you look back and you say and you say why why wouldn't they continue to to uh create and air new episodes of Survivor when when you can sit down and watch one episode and and be completely enthralled instantly. And that's how yeah. it was for me last night. I was enthralled instantly so yeah this is this is an kudos. episode I, yeah yes kudos, this is, this kudos is, to mark burnett to jeff probes to everything oh yeah like, seriously they this know. is an episode that i would show like non-fans to make them a fan yes yes <laughs> yeah there is no reason not to completely love um what happened last night like like it, it was it was a brilliant um, uh, form of of you know a a reality show. It was great. It was great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, all right, here comes our our segment yeah. of the show where Sorry. we rate the episode. I, no, it's like okay. I, I've uh I've uh over you know I've overtaken <laughs> this whole thing. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. It's time to rate the episode, and okay. I think we both know where we're going with this. Yep. We either buy it, rent it, or bin it. Um. Totally buy it. Yeah. Right? Not, not, not only will I buy this episode, this is one of those episodes that I would, like I said, I would send, I would have non-fans watch. Right. So they could become fans of the show. So I would right. buy it and give it away. Right. Buy some more to give out. <laughs> right. Billy, I can see myself, I can see myself watching this episode over and over and picking up new things and, yeah. and um, picking up 
different, uh, you know, uh, conversations and scenarios. And, and yeah, there's, there's no question. This is, this is a, uh, absolute buy it situation. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, it's, we get to the portion here of our podcast where we get to our listener viewer questions. And, uh, to my pleasant, uh, uh, surprise, this has been the last four or five guests have each one been record breaking in the number of questions that we received for them. So, uh, you just, you just, uh, uh, so reset the record, then Sunday broke it, and now you break Sunday's record. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi. So, uh, we start with, uh, with one of our, uh, our, our, uh, regulars here on, on the, uh, Network podcast. Uh, he and I, uh, were reviewing, uh, uh, Cobra Kai, which is the, the new spin-off series of the Karate Kid. So he, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I love, by the way. So that's. Do you? I, am, <laughs> I haven't jumped in yet, but, um, oh. I hear great things. So. Yes. I'm yes. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you gotta check out Cobra Kai. Yes. Okay. All right, so his his comment here is uh uh he just wanted to add that the uh, for the Survivor finale recap uh, um it was ranked in his bottom three all season the season was but then up until the last three episodes then now he's changed his mind in the last three episodes that uh, this is this puts it up there with him with Palau and some of the uh early seasons right and he thought that it was fitting. That the deciding vote came down to Wendell successfully playing an idol for Laurel that was basically securing the vote. And it was the Eric Reisenbach reverse, basically reversed that curse of Eric Reisenbach took the, took that necklace off, gave it to, uh, to Natalie Bolton and ended up costing him a million dollars. Now for Wendell, he plays that, gives it to Laurel and he wins a million dollars. So wow. that was, so that was the theme of the season, wasn't it? So yeah, it was, it was ironic. Not. It was. Yes, it was it like, was. well, yeah, you are correct. Wow. Well, wow. Colin is. <laughs> I love it. I Thank love you, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Danny says, as much as you love the new jury format, this is basically, uh, one half of the one, uh, one half of them was not even speaking at all. And he felt like the editing was bad in that sense. I think you were talking about that earlier. What do you think? Okay. Yep. No, I agree. Um, you know, I saw, maybe you saw this too. I saw a post today from our friend who also goes to the Cincinnati event. Um, and he was, gosh, help me think of his name. Big, long beard guy. You're talking about half the people that go to the Cincinnati event. <laughs> no, this guy has like a beard down to his ankles. Um, like that, what's his name? He lives uh, there. He lives. Is, there, is it Ronald? No, he's, he's one. Of, he's one of our bearded people. <laughs> he lives in Cincinnati. Like he lives okay. there. Um, but all right. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the point is, he posted a picture today where he was sitting alone, or the the jury apparently was like in the audience, or not the jury, the the the, the non jury member. Um, right, right. you know, oh yeah, yeah, that's Matt Bishop. He played, Matt yeah. Bishop. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh crap, I do remember that happening where they really treated the, the non-jury terribly. And yes, I guess yes. it was his, I guess, I guess that was his season where they were yes. like, eh, 
we don't care about you. We're going to stick you in the way, way, way back and not even like talk to you. So um, I don't know. It seems like CBS always has a different version of how they're going to handle that that particular ending. And the way they did it this time, I don't know. I was I was on board. I thought it was okay. I thought it was I thought it worked. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, my take is that the, you know, they were they were kind of making space for the Kevin Hart thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and, 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 right. yeah, and, and no, no, no offense. Uh, he's a funny comedian. It looks like an interesting show, and this is yep. clearly a pay the bills move. By, yeah. by a survivor. <laughs> but I kinda wish I they'd have got they'd have got their, their money another way. I would have yeah. liked that time allocated to, to the show, whether it's to add more to the final tribal council or to add to speaking to more more people post in the reunion show, post post episode in the reunion show. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nope. I, 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 you're absolutely correct <laughs> on that one, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Melinda Shorty, uh she wonders if they get another final tribal council tie the next time, like he, that he uh, Jeff Probst says he's going to read the votes at tribal. Everyone's going to know that it's a tie and there's no drama. So uh, I guess uh, she wants to know, like uh, she hopes like there's that it's going to be like done differently. She hopes she's, there's some sense to this. Like, what do we, what do we think? Like, should should they handle it differently every single time? Should this just be a one-time thing where Jeff would surprise everybody? I'm going to read the votes now. Okay. And then, and then the next time, maybe have the one person cast the vote. You know, have, have this read at, at the at the the reunion and have the one poor person cast the vote right there. Like, just stand up and say it, or just write it, whatever. Right. Right. Um, Billy, again, that's a great question. Like, um, thank you, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, Melinda. Great question. Um, I think the way that they did it this time made total sense because of the fact they had, um, they had a tie. So had it been, what was it? Five to five yeah, and six to, you know, to four, I guess. I guess they probably would have waited and done it at live at you know right, in, in right. Television City. Um, the, the next time there's a tie on Survivor and they do it this way, then it's going to be really obvious to everybody, and it's going to eliminate the drama. That, that's that's Belinda's point. So she makes a good point. She makes a good point. Um, another thing that I would add is, and you probably see this too. I get I get highly annoyed when. When they're reading off, you know, two votes, two votes, so and so, two votes, so and so, and then they and then they'll say like um, three votes or four votes for this guy, two votes for this guy, and then they'll say the seventh person kicked off, and you already know when they say those words, who <laughs> it, right? Right, right, yeah. And there's no real way around that, I guess. I mean, he could just he could say nothing and just boom, hold it up, but. But there's no real way around that, um, and I think that the way that they do it is is quite good. But yeah, that is a tricky one, Billy, because because um, when it comes down to ties, I mean, 
Did you see the way that my tie was handled? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, <laughs> I've seen every episode every season, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, for you, you, back then the ties were handled with the rock clothes, weren't they? Oh no, past votes, I'm sorry. Past, past votes. votes. Yeah. And, um, past votes. That's and, right. you know, in a lot of ways, I felt like they made that up on the spot. <laughs> and, and they kind of did. I mean, I mean, we sat there for probably three hours while they, Went back and forth, discussing, discussing, discussing. And then um, they called L.A. And I know that they had a long conversation with somebody back in L.A. And then they came back to us and said, okay, here's how it's going to go. We're going to vote again. But um, anybody who has received previous votes against them... um, It'll come down to that. And that's what it came down to. And 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 in a weird way, I felt like, well, that was an obvious, obvious way for them to say. Oh, Mitchell has to go, you know, like, I don't think that they were gunning. I don't think they were gunning for me in any way. But by but by saying that, like they knew that I had only one vote cast against me and and. The weird thing is Keith and I and and the rest of our tribe had discussed it. We didn't want to make Mad Dog feel like we were all ganging up on her and that she was going to go home. We wanted to kind of spread the vote a little bit. So I think I was the one who said, hey, just somebody throw a vote out there for me. And then it won't. (laughs) I know. I know. So, like, in the end, totally kicked myself in the pants. Um. But yeah, yeah, I guess I guess the point is like you, you don't know how they're going to do this this particular um, um, ending or or a tie vote or how they're going to handle it and and gosh, um, obviously yeah. it worked against me, but I am I am very fascinated by the whole tie vote thing. I was also fascinated by the fact that they had ten jurors. Why would you yeah. do that? Uh yeah, I think they've been trying to make a tie. Here's a simple way: nine, (laughs) eleven, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think well, you know, with with they could still be a tie with uh three with the three. You're right. You're right. So, but but then that's their own that's their own way of really going, you know, you know, against it. Like there are ways to avoid a tie. Yeah, yeah. But boy, what? Yeah, that was so interesting, Billy. I'm glad that you brought that up because that is, or whoever was it, Melinda, Melinda, Melinda <laughs> who brought yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, let's go to Olga here. Uh, she sends love from Olga. Israel. Yeah, love from <laughs> Israel. And uh, okay. she says uh, she wants to know if uh, Mitchell has ever met her favorite past winner, Vesepia. Uh, absolutely, I have. And you know where I met her? At the U.S. Open. Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> Isn't that funny? I yeah. was there with, I was there with Tina. And, nice. um, as you may or may not know, the U.S. Open is aired on CBS. Yes. And so, at that time, isn't it funny, like, you know, the Tonys are also on CBS. And... Okay. And it's funny because, like, now, nowadays, I could probably call CBS and say, hey, it's Mitchell. I want to go to the Tony Awards. And they'd be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and 
where and why and what. Um, but back then, it was like, hey, it's Mitchell. I, I kind of want to go to the U.S. Open. And it was like, boom, tickets waiting for you at, at Will Call. You know, like it was so simple. And yeah, now things have changed in a big, big way. <laughs> yeah. Just so crazy. But um, but yeah, what was what was Olga's question, initial question? She was saying. Oh, she just said Recepi is her favorite Recepi, player. Yep. Yeah. And that's where I met her. In fact, I have a lovely picture, which I can send you. Of uh, her and I and, and and Tina, all meeting at the same time and and at the U.S. Open. Yeah, wonderful nice. experience. I love the Sepia. Nice. Yeah. All right. We- Wesley uh, <laughs> says, "Have you interacted much with Sari since the 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 time the first time you two met via the Oz Network recap many years ago?" No, I have. <laughs> all right. Isn't that kind of weird how that goes? I mean, okay, look at your own season, Billy. Um, are there certain people that you just flat out have not talked to since the show? I would say about two-thirds of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a big number. It's a big number. There were 20 of us, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know, people always ask like, um, how often do you see them, and are they like family to you? And I'm like, yeah, in a big way, they are. Like, I, um, some of them, I feel closer to than my own family, which is really crazy, isn't it, Billy? But it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, um. For some of them, you know, I don't think I'll ever communicate with them because it's just, we just, we aren't on the same page. But, um, but for lots of reasons, I am really, really close to a a huge number of them. And why not? You know, I mean, even you, Billy, like, I love you. Like, I, I, I feel like I talk to you more than some of my own family. Is that weird? Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's, but it's so true. Like I, you know, I usually see you once a year for sure at the at the um at the Cincinnati benefit, but you know, I I think that's more than I see some of my own family for Christmas or whatever else. Like and so in a big big way, I um I really do appreciate and and um love this survivor tight knit group of people this family that we all you know seem to get along and and spend time together and and um it's like we picked off we picked up where we left off and and nothing's really changed isn't that kind of cool very very cool very cool one of my favorite aspects of having been on survivor absolutely absolutely billy all right so latifa uh she wants to know was tina really pissed that she wasn't included in and the heroes versus villains cast, uh, she she refused to go to the ten year anniversary party because of it, or or wasn't that the case? Like that's the rumor she wants to know. Um, you know that's a that's a good question. Yeah, I I remember um, it's different, but go ahead, I'll let you. Uh... Tina doesn't hold that kind of a grudge, to be honest yeah, with you, no. um, at all. I think I think they got the the rumor has the person confused. The, yep. From what I remember, it was Twyla. 
Twyla's a spitfire yeah. that. <laughs> yes, <it was. laughs> yeah. And when she wasn't yes, included was. in Heroes yes, vs. Villain, she was, she was very livid. Tina, Tina's the type of person that when something doesn't go away, it's, uh, you know, ah, oh, heck fire. And then that's the end of it. <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of it. In a weird way, um, I could see Tina almost being, um, uh, relieved that she wasn't part of it in a weird way. Um, by no means is she the kind of person who is like, I, uh, I somehow, I somehow am upset and need to express that. And yeah, that's nah, just nah, not, nah, that's nah. just not Tina. That's just not her. I agree. In, in, I agree. in any way. And, and anybody who knows her as well as I know her will give you that same exact an- answer. That's just not her. I agree. I think that the, uh, the rumor got the people confused and it was Twyla that was, uh, upset. And, uh, she's the type of person that would express it. <laughs> she's, uh, yep. she's, like I said, she's, she's spitfire. <laughs> she is. Very much so. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Miranda wants to know, what is the challenge you most wish you could have competed in during any season? And what do you consider the worst challenge of all time? Oh, wow, Miranda. That's, that is a good question. Um, hmm. Well, let's start with the worst, the worst challenge. I, I find those eating challenges to be really awful. You know, <laughs> I hear you, man. Even though, even though it spawned a show with fear factor. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have wanted to do it either. I'll admit it. It's a, I'll, it's a bad, it's just, it's, um, uh, it's just not the way to, to set people off. Um, yeah, I, I hate, I, I don't even like watching it. It kind of makes me gag. Um, and I'm just not on board with, with that type of a challenge in any way at all. That's fair. So, That's fair. Yeah. So I, I don't love that particular challenge and they, they do tend to do it. They overdo it a little bit. They tend to do that one quite often. Um, and then what was the other uh, kind of question along with that is like, well, what would be the challenge you wish you wish you would have done from any season? Right. I don't know. That last maze was pretty cool. <laughs> I was just thinking that like, and I, and I love a good maze. Um, and you know, what's weird, Billy, my height gives me an advantage. Oh yeah. I kind of have a Whoa. bird's eye view on yeah. any kind of maze. Um, wow, yeah, for <laughs> sure, yeah. So I'm I'm pro maze, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a lot of yeah. ways. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. All right, so Mitch wants to know, who was the biggest diva in your tribe? And if it's somebody different, who was the most annoying? Okay. Um. Now, my tribe was Ogacore. So let me just remind anybody watching that we had Keith. Whoa. Amber, yeah. <laughs> Jerry, <Woo-hoo>. Mad Dog, <laughs> um, myself, uh, Colby, and Tina. Wow, wow. So that's it, right? That's practically an all-star tribe right there. That's an all-star, <laughs> <laughs> that's an all-star tribe, and there is zero question as to who was the most annoying that is hands down, um, 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 and I didn't, I didn't even mention him in, in my, in my, um, 
numbering off. Hands down, it is Mr. Beef Jerky. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stories uh, about Kel. Um, I'm not even sure if I can even mention the story. Uh, I hung out with Mad Dog, and she had she's had a few stories to tell about the beef jerky, especially. I bet Billy, that man is um is off his rocker. I um. <laughs> I can't even begin to describe how far gone he is. Um, yeah, he snuck beef jerky in. Like that's that is something that that I'm. I mean, this is like exclusive. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Like I can tell you for a fact, he snuck beef jerky into. Survivor. He sewed it into the shorts of of his uh, his pants, his shorts. And um, without a doubt, he had beef jerky out there. And 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 then he lied and lied and lied about it. And and um, and to this day, if you ask him, he'll say no, no beef jerky. So that made it even more annoying in a weird way, I guess. But this man. Um, was so odd in so many ways. We didn't trust him at night, even. Um, wow. We didn't even want to go to sleep um, because we didn't know what he had up his sleeve. It was, um, he was a loose cannon and we didn't know um, what he was going to do or say or, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, looking back, like he was, um, Definitely a stranger, a strange fella that um, that made things very uh, interesting and difficult for us, <laughs> without a doubt. And to be honest, here's a weird thing, Billy. We have not talked to that man since the show at all. The end. Nothing. Well, Nothing. <laughs> what, I, what, what are you going to talk about? I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. What, what flavor was that beef jerky? <laughs> Was so, it uh, teriyaki? Oh. Um, it's 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 um yeah it's such a it's such a strange scenario but like by no means have we ever tried to chat with him um nobody nobody has and and maybe that's just the way to do it I don't know um it's funny when you think back because Billy I'm sure that you've thought about like see. CBS would be smart to do, you know, some kind of a reunion overall, like an air it, wouldn't they? It would be. Yeah. Um, like, especially now that they have the new all access app with that, especially now that they have the new all access app where every season's on it. So it makes sense. Like to just to create new content for each season. Right. Right. And why not? I mean, it makes total sense to me. And, and I, and I do think eventually, They'll do something. Yeah. Right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, they, um, they, they haven't made any attempt to try to connect all of us together. But that man is a strange ranger. And I, um, <laughs> I don't even know what I would say to him if I saw him again, to be honest. 
<laughs> I mean, is there anybody, Billy, on your season that you feel the same way about where it's like, I don't ever want to see that person again, and uh, wow. I have um, no reason to see that person again? You know, I'm actually fortunate that there is nobody on my on my season that I would not want to see again. I'm oh, really nice. fortunate in that sense. Um, yeah. My my worst enemy on the show, we we kind of just chat on 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 Facebook all the time now. You that do. was JP Calderon. Yeah. Okay. He, he and I he and I really really butted heads on the show, and now we're the exact opposite where we support each other. But wow. via social media because we're on opposite coasts, but still we support each other. That's awesome. That yeah, is that's awesome. It. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sophie Roberts okay. uh, says uh, Laurel's poor edit makes for makes much more sense with how the season finished ended. It was clearly that Do- the Dom and Window show. Yeah, I think we both said that. Uh, uh, boys, how would you have been feeling in Laurel's position to uh, to the cast with the first vote tie? Like how? I guess she wants to know putting ourselves in Laurel's position, like how we felt and 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 what we've done in that case okay so explain that again quickly billy i um so she wants to know how we were go ahead yeah if we were in laurel's position after the tie vote like how would we have felt and what would we have done okay well Like as a as a jury member, as a um, as a um... yeah, we Laurel finds out after the tie vote that the whole thing comes down to who she picks. Like that's a big big burden just thrown on her all of a sudden. Isn't after that she, after she just found out she's not gonna win? Like literally, that second she finds they're, they're calling the votes out and she knows she's not gonna win. Right and now she's got to hand the, hand the million dollars to somebody else. So one God. of the two guys. And again. And again, Billy, that's where it comes down to where this this particular episode or slash season was so dynamic because of of something like that. Like, yeah, can you imagine the weight of that on your shoulders? Oh, yeah. Of being like, <laughs> wow, I get to select who gets a million dollars. Um, I mean, how would you like that burden? Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the point of the question is how would we like the bird? I know, <laughs> I know. And I personally would um gosh, if let's face it, Billy, if if I felt really equal about both of them and had a pretty solid um tie uh to both of them, oh that would just be gut wrenching. Wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm the type of person that has crazy funny thoughts go through my head in moments like that. And and after the internet's gone crazy with the whole, do you hear Yanni or do you hear Laurel thing? Yeah. I'd I'd have tried to figure out like a hand, a handwriting version of, do you see Dominic or do you see Wendell? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, you're so right. I um, oh, it's messed that, up, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is just not the way that I want things to go. I just 
oh, that would just be so tough for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I brutal. But didn't brutal. didn't you think that ones that came down to that weren't you like, oh, the end? We know who's gonna win. That's how I felt. I felt yeah, because the way the episode was set up to where with the with the idol going uh around Laurel's neck and and uh, yeah, the way it was set up, I felt like I had Dominic's expression. Basically, like, oh, shit. Right, right. There was, yeah, to me, there was no question. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that it, that it, you know, that's kind of how it it came down. But gosh, what a tough, tough spot to be put in. And how old was she? Do you know? Good question. Uh, she definitely wasn't, you know, she, she, she didn't, I'm not sure. I don't have the information in front of me, but she, she she's a, a Yale graduate, so she looked like she yep. just recently graduated. Like it, it hasn't been like ten years or something like that. So yeah, I would right. say I would say right. mid to late twenties probably. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Yep. You're right. And what a tough, tough spot to be put in because. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants nobody wants that weight on their shoulders. So. Yeah, how do you look at Dominic for the rest of time now? Right? <laughs> right. Isn't that so true? Yeah, um, yeah. And 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 for me it was on such a smaller level, but like I was I was really upset with Tina um for a while because she voted for me. I mean, she wow. voted me off, you know. I mean, she Right, right. Like, that was a that was a hard one to get over for me. Um so I can't imagine being the one who has to say, I have a million dollar check and I'm giving it to you. You know, that's yeah. just not a fun spot to be in for anybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what a tough, tough position for her. Yeah, terrible, terrible. All I right, love so. It. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun for us. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was, keep going, Billy. Keep going. So, Jillian Smart. I actually confirmed something that I had mentioned earlier that I wasn't sure about. Uh, she confirms that the first five jurors voted for Dominic, and the last five to make it on the jury uh, voted for uh, for Wendell. Mm-hmm. And then with Wendell, uh, with Laurel being like the sixth, you count on six. So basically, she's com- confirming like what I what I had said earlier that um, it was it came down to Wendell's late game jury management that won it for him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. She's just confirming that, so uh appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so interesting from, from how that works. Yep. So interesting. Wow. All right. So Sasha Peterschmidt, I love saying her name. Every week I have to say her name. <laughs> Sasha <laughs> Peterschmidt. She she likes to play this game with, with everybody that comes on a podcast. Okay. Called Kiss, Slap, Hug, or Run Away from the following players. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with uh a few from the current season before we get to some from your season. Okay. So, uh, Laurel, who's been in the hot seat all, all podcast long. Yep. Kiss, yep. slap, hug, or run away? Um, with Laurel, I'm okay with a hug. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Donathan. I am going to punch him in, in the face. Is that <laughs> not cool? <laughs> Is that an option? Yeah, well, it's a hard slap. It gets considered a punch. All right. <laughs> right in the face. 
I don't and, know what it is. I don't like him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Angela. Angela. Um, let me tell you, I'm pro Angela, and I I loved. She was a she was in the army or some such, and yeah, and um, maybe a little bit of a loose tongue, but like really, I liked her a lot, and so I'm all about hugging it out with her. I would give her all right. Huge hug. All right. We're going to get into a few from your season here. Oh, boy. Uh, Mad Dog. Oh, I love her. I absolutely love that woman. Um, so, I would kiss. I would hug. I would spoon. Right. <laughs> we'll throw it in there just for her. Sure. I adore Mad Dog. Um, All right. Kimmy. else should, too. Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy Kappenberg, right? Yes. I do love Kimmy. Um, Yeah, I love Kimmy. Um, You know, she (laughs) has kind of a loud mouth with that accent and all all the other business. But um, there's no reason not to absolutely love and hug and kiss Kimmy. All right. Last one here. Tina. Ah, adore Tina. (laughs) Absolutely adore Tina. She's probably the one that I keep in touch with the most next to Jerry. Wow, okay. Yep. Sweet, sweet. So, so. And you know what? I keep in touch with season one more than I keep in touch with season two. I speak with Joel like maybe every day. Nice. And Joel's a great guy. Gretchen and Gretchen and I are extremely tight. So... That's probably a fun fact that nobody else would really know, that, that I'm so connected with season one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's great, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Tita, you would give her a hug and a kiss? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And um, and maybe even a reach around. <laughs> so we'll throw the slap. A slap in the rear end there for her. <laughs> yes, Billy. Yes. <laughs> All right. I also, so, by the way, I also keep in touch with Roger. He came and stayed with with my husband Mark and I last year for um a couple of weeks. And what a great guy! Hilarious guy, so wonderful. So like yeah. Roger and I are very very tight as well. He's awesome. He's, He's great. Awesome. He is great, Billy. All right. So Anna wants to know when was the last time you spoke to Matt Dog. Um, that's a really great question, Anna. Um, because it's been, I would say four years. And that is, wow. and that is not, yeah. And that is not like, um, any fault of my own. Like, um, well, time flies. Well, yes, but, um, you know, she's been going through a lot of really tough, tough stuff stuff that, you know, you and I could talk about privately sometime. But um, and so it just it hasn't really worked out um, to connect with her and to um, and to catch up with her, unfortunately. But um, I absolutely adore her and would do anything for her. And so I. Uh, yeah, that's kind of that, that's kind of where I where I end with, with that, you know, like she, she's a, she's a great person. I love her dearly, but 
but unfortunately we just are not uh connected and and uh you know on we just haven't been lately and like i said there's there's a reason which I would talk to you about, but I'm not going to probably say that on, on here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just say we'll send Mad Dog love. In case, on the outside chance, you have to see this. Absolutely. Give her all your prayers and love, and um, and and without a doubt, that's, she needs that. She absolutely needs that. So thank you for, for asking about her because I adore her. Yeah. All right. Hilda wants to, says, Hilda's comment is, Australian Outback is uh, such a classic season of Survivor. Uh, amazing cast. Don't wonder that there's been the most returning players uh, from that season. She wants to know, have you seen Australian Survivor? Because you're from the Australian Outback. Um, have I seen the actual series? <laughs> of Australian Survivor, yes. Because, right. I mean, there is one. And, um, yes. and to be honest, no, I haven't. I, I, I do hear that it's actually really well done. It's 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 um, it, it sucks you in just like our own, um, but I have not been on that side of it to uh, to say yeah I um I'm I'm uh, yeah I just it's weird I I probably should because I hear great things but I've never ever watched their particular season I've seen pictures of them and stuff but I've I have not watched them in any way isn't that weird Yeah they're they're aggressive players I'll give them that Are they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I won't spoil it for you because it's it's worth watching. Is it okay? Yeah, good to know. Yeah. All right. So Gene says, "Well, what do you think of Kimmy on Second Chances? Um, that was the happiest I've ever been to see her go on a stage. I love Kimmy, and have you seen her recently? That's her. So Kimmy on Second Chances, and have you seen her recently? Kimmy, we're talking about Kimmy. Yeah. Um." Uh, good question. No, I haven't like physically seen her, although we do keep in touch quite well with Facebook, you know? And, and so again, it kind of comes down to, um, you know, what, you know, um, it, it's like time hasn't really passed because you, you pick up where you left off and, and sure, you catch yeah. up so quickly, but but yeah, I mean, if I saw her in person, which maybe I will, because we're going out to the to the um, that area um, for a visit. But like, if I saw her in person, yeah, it would be like no time at all has passed. Like, just like nice. hug it out, catch up quickly. Um, she's a great, great person. I mean, she really, really. Have you met her? Yes. Yes. There's no question. She, she's great. Yeah. She's a she's, she's a gem. She's a keeper. Yeah, and I was happy to see her on second chance. I so, was uh, too. Although, don't you think anybody that they would have posted from my season would have made it on there? Like my season, yeah, is a, big, a very <laughs> yeah. well watched season. Like I don't, I can't imagine anybody getting uh, being held back and not being put on there. You know, because it was it was Jeff Barner as well as her, right? Yes, so I, in my opinion, in my opinion, from my season back, you put anybody up there to be fan voted, they'll fill up all the spots. Yeah, my season yep. was season thirteen. It was the last, last season to to garner um the big, the big, big ratings. Uh, eighteen million a, an episode was my season. Um, yeah, which pales in comparison to yours, but but <laughs> compared to the episodes now that are now in the seven million mark, yeah. you know it's. 
it's you know I think those those seasons back would probably just steal all the spots in any fan voted type type situation. Yep. Yep, Billy, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird how even after how all that, these years? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, Billy. All huh. right. So uh Isaac says um um Will you come to Cincinnati sometime this summer? <laughs> and, uh, do, uh, uh, what was the other one? Do you or your parody song with the show still get recognition from fans today? <laughs> What's this parody song thing? You want to tell you us about it? The parody song, Billy? Well, you know, for our fans who don't know, I'm, I'm kind of playing dumb here. What's the parody song? <laughs> It is, without a doubt, the song that probably got me on the show. Uh, <laughs> I sang a parody to um, from The Little Mermaid, Under the Sea. Um, remember that particular yes. song? <laughs> yes. Um, and I just literally peppered the whole song with, um, with uh, you know... Um, rhymes about Richard Hatch and, and all the other different uh, players that have, you know, made fools of themselves in one way or another. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I spent a significant amount of time writing that song. And then, um, and then when I went in for my audition, that was one of the first things they said is, sing me this song that I keep hearing so much about. And so I did. <laughs> And I just remember them laughing and and enjoying it and and yeah. So I I, I think that that was um, that was probably one of those moments that kind of pushed me over the edge a little bit, you know, having that particular um, advantage of. For the record, I went to an open casting call, and there was a slew of people trying to rip you off. Really? You had a guy with a with a trumpet trying to rip you off. Another guy with maracas and yeah, <laughs> everybody was stealing that idea. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You know, I I um and you may or may not know this, but I, after you know after being on Survivor, I did a lot of casting for um you know the um the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, Wife Swap. Um, what not to wear, all those shows. And it's so funny because one of the first things you learn in in casting for these big national um, shows is don't don't um, be cliche and and don't, you know, um, be so obvious and um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, don't do a song and dance is what <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, don't do it because that's all they see and they get sick and tired of it and they, they want something original. And so, yeah, it, it's funny because, yeah, that's that that was one of the that was one of the first rules that was like, you know, don't don't. Yeah, don't be so cliche. Don't don't um, do what we what everybody kind of expects of you and you try to be original, it. try to be new, try to be unique. So yeah, that was that that's that's kind of funny because because what a what a interesting difference um from from back when we did it, you know. 
What an interesting yeah. difference. How cool. Yes. So Chris wants to know, considering there have been nine returnees from Australian Outback, yeah. uh, are you surprised or shocked or upset that you're not one of them? Bound to happen, right? Roger, <laughs> Roger and I are like, at this rate, <laughs> at this rate, we're bound to be asked, right? <laughs> it just seems like there's there's no other way around it. We have to somehow eventually get in there. Um, no, um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm that surprised. Although when I when I when I look back or when I see these these um, reboots happening of these of of past contestants um i think to myself gosh i'm 41 years old i'm totally out of shape um i can't even imagine trying <laughs> to to make that to, to actually go back on that show you know like i i love the show i i i think that you and i both know that i would be game for trying it again but uh i just um yeah i <laughs> I'm probably not fit or or in any way ready. Like I'm not gonna wear my underpants, Billy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> I, I think I think the the show would sue me if I walked around in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how how that's the, the 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 new thing. I guess I don't know. But um, yeah. Years ago, people would always say to me, and they've probably done this to you too is would you do the show again? And and for years and years and years I said no. I said I'm I, you know I I I just that's it's I've done enough and I'm not interested in reliving that like right now. And and in the last couple of years Billy and maybe you agree with me I'm kind of on board now. I'm like ah I could do it like when I did it, I was 21 years old. I had never been through a marriage, a divorce, uh, anything really. And so I kind of always thought like, I'm, um, I'm so, uh, naive and just so, um, I don't know. It just, it, it, it wasn't for me. But then you look at somebody like Tina who won my season. And she had been through divorce. She had been through all kinds of drama and, and, and cliches, all kinds of crazy stuff. And I, I feel like had I been through that, I think I would have been a stronger player. I, um, I just remember looking at the season, the, the rest of the cast and thinking, I'm not, I, I'm not ready to vote this person off. Like, I, I like them too much. They're they're a good friend to me. I'm not I'm not ready to say, yeah, you're out of here. It just wasn't it just wasn't fit for me. So now at the age of 41, I really do think, and Billy, maybe you agree, I really do think I could play this game and I could play it really quite well and and kind of look at everybody else like, screw it. Like this is I I'm ready. I could vote you off because I don't really have much of a connection to you. And let's face it, in a few weeks after the show, um, we could be close friends still. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree like that you then I was like, gosh, if I vote for this person, ugh, we'll never yeah. speak again, and and it'll be such drama and all this stuff. But 
No, nowadays it's like, yeah, do what you want. And um, yeah, it's different today. It's so different. So I, I think now I could be a much, much better contender and a much stronger participant than back when I when I initially played the game for the first time. Yeah, when I played, well, when we played back in the old school, like yeah. making an alliance with this group of people and then making an alliance with that group of people, you were like the biggest a hole of the season. Yeah. Today yeah. you're not you're not even trying if you don't make an alliance with this group. With that no, group. you're right. <laughs> and isn't that funny how you would kind of look at that and you'd be like, I don't want America to think that I'm a dick. You know, exactly. I don't want America <laughs> to think that I'm an awful person. But now you look back and you're like, nobody's gonna really care like like if if you don't play um hard hardball you're you're gonna look like a dick <laughs> you know like exactly, exactly. almost yeah. have to kind of play that game a little bit and um and so now i could do it i could do it much better now than uh than previously just just plain and simple yeah i agree i agree that uh they should give some of us old schoolers a shot. Yeah. Speaking of which, Granny Survivor's question ties into that. Okay. Uh, her question is, how would Billy and Mitchell go on a season together? Like, what would what would we be like together on a same <laughs> season? <laughs> Probably the same tribe. Uh, it, Billy, I, I, I would. Well, that's the other weird thing about this show is because you know <laughs> now we've 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 done events like the Cincinnati event and and all these different things where we're connected. Yes. So how strange to go on a show and and be like, okay, now I'm really playing this game where I might have to vote against you and I might have to take you out. Like, gosh, isn't that so crazy to think about? Like, I don't, I would hate that. I really would. Like, I think I think you and I would turn the season I, into a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the producers would be tired of, especially yeah. of my antics. They'll be like, all right, all right, Billy, we got a game to run here. Do you mind? <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. They would be so annoyed with us. We'd be just laughing and having fun. But, like, if it came down to it, oh, man, wouldn't we have a tough time, like, just, like, looking at each other and saying, I got to vote for you? Yeah, I would have a tough time. I would I would find a, I would, you know, I would be like, I would be like, you know what? You know what, man? Who says we have to vote for each other? Right. There's three spots at the end. Right. There's going to be an extra spot. Right. <laughs> an extra exactly. Spot. So let's but let them duke it so, out for the extra spot. But, it's, but isn't that so funny? Because that is so not how you're supposed to play it. Yeah, but, well, you and I are rule breakers anyways. <laughs> exactly. That's how I would kind of look at it. I would be like, Ah, I can't. I can't vote for you. I can't put myself in that spot. And and, yeah. and that's how I would feel about you know others too. Like I would just be like, oh, that's not. This isn't the right time. This isn't the right. I don't know. Gosh. Yeah, I would take a piece of a piece of driftwood. I would take a piece of driftwood, throw it in, in our campfire, and say, this is symbolically. Richard Hatch's book on how to play Survivor. <laughs> he just burnt it. <laughs> now let's just invent a whole new way <laughs> that we can we can enjoy ourselves and right. live with the results. <laughs> right, right. Who says we have to play it that way? <laughs> <laughs> and you should, yeah, you should be able to 
to kind of do your own thing and, and to make it laugh and make, make it, you know, and, and to have fun with it. But God, what a tough, tough thing to do, you know, yeah. at, this, at this stage. Um, I would love to be the one guy who came back from all the other people and be the, uh, and, 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 um, and be the only contender who's already played the game with 15 or whatever newbies. Yeah, bring it on. Like I'm I'm oh, happy yeah. to take out strangers. Happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a la Boston Robin and uh and uh Russell Hans that uh what season was uh Redemption Island. Yes. Where uh, yeah, they were the only two returning players and everybody else was with brand new. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, bring that on. I can do that. But yeah. um yeah, I just I'm not I'm not ready for for um you know, for people that I already know and and have worked with and love and care about and I'm just not ready to well, to try we, to take them out. We could we could always we could always handle it this way. We could say all of us that are old school and have known each other for a long time stick together. All the new guys I'm sorry. <laughs> we hardly we don't know you as well. We don't know you as well. Sorry. It just That's got the, the other thing too. You, you pulled the, the shortest straw. Too, like, <laughs> like, don't you feel like, um, I mean, there are particular seasons that I just never watched. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That helps the situation for you. It does. It does. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there are, yep. There are certain seasons that I just never really, really got into and, and that would be fine. But, uh, I, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. You make a good point there. Like I, um, I'm all about voting for a stranger. I'm not okay with voting for you. <laughs> oh, thank not, you, thank you. You know, there you go. So we'll just stick, have to stick together, ride or die to the end. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So it's time. It's time for our, our our Survivor trivia game. Oh, good. Uh, all season long, we've been playing it with uh, all our guests. I'm gonna give you a rundown of the standings here. Okay. Uh, it's five questions, true or false. Okay. And, uh, with the four and one record, Matt Bischoff, who we mentioned earlier, Matt the Beard, and uh -huh. Anthony Robinson from Fiji are at four and one. Uh, at three and two, it's Figgy, Brian Corden from, uh, from, from Guatemala, and okay. Eric Reisenbach, who we mentioned earlier. Mm hmm At two and three, Sharia Lloyd, Tanya, Tanya Vance from, uh, from, uh, Thailand. Oh, I love and, Tanya. And, yes, she's awesome. And Sari. So that's two and three. At one and four is Sunday. That was last week. And at 0 and five, unfortunately, Joe Mina. <laughs> Joe Mina at 0 and five. Well, <laughs> get ready to add me to that list, and I'm not even kidding <laughs> <laughs> at all. All right. So, so keep in mind again that all of these, all of these are true and false. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. All right. A closed final jury vote for a winner has occurred eight times in the history of the show. A closed final jury vote for a winner. Is that what you said? Yes. Has occurred eight times in the history of the show. I'm going to say true. You are correct. You're one yes! and oh. So you're, you're off the schneid all off I'm the, already off the bat. <laughs> Right off the bat, you're Can off you the imagine bat. I ace the whole thing? Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be. All right. Question number two. Okay. 
The Oceania region is not the most visited continent on American Survivor. Um, true. Is not the most original. <laughs> All right, you said true. Right, that 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 throws you for a little bit of a loop, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, the not. Right, the not part. Okay, I'll say false. All right, false. It actually is with 15 seasons in that region. Oh, wow. A ton with Fiji that we're having in a row here. A ton in Samoa. I was in the Cook Islands. It, right. It's been used quite a bit. <laughs> Vanuatu, many, 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 quite a bit, more than any other. It's all oh, right, you're nice. 2-0. You're okay. 2-0. Okay. All right, we got another old school question here, which is good. Yeah. Uh, the fourth most watched season in the show's history, the TV's rating, was Thailand. The fourth most watched. The fourth most watched season. Um, and Thailand was season five, right? Yes. How did I know that? That's good. That was I old. know. <laughs> so well, I always say those first five seasons were quite well watched. I mean, they just were. Um, especially by me. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say true on that one. You are correct. 3 what? and 0. Oh. <laughs> 3 and 0. Oh. The answer is Outback was number 1. I'm sure you knew that already. <laughs> yes. Borneo was number 2. Okay. All-Stars was number 3. Oh. Thailand was 4 and Palau was 5. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm impressed yeah. with myself. Yeah, you're doing great. 3-0. and oh. All right, question number four here. Another another, another old school question, so this is good, good. for you. This is good for you. Kim Johnson is the oldest contestant to win final immunity challenge. Okay, to win... The, the final, final immunity. immunity challenge. Um, yes. Individual immunity. I'm going to say false on that because I feel like, I feel like Rudy and even, um, I feel like there's some others who may be ahead of her on that, but I could be totally wrong. I'm just going to say no. I think that's false. So you said, that's false that Kim is, all right. Unfortunately, it's, it's true. Rudy lost. Rudy lost. Remember, uh, uh, Kelly, Kelly Wigglesworth won that, and that's how she got in the end. And he called that the million dollar blunder where he let go of the, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. So, okay. That's all so right. Three and one. You're three and one. You I'm can still tie for first. You can still tie for first with Matt okay. and Anthony if you, if you get this next one. Last okay. question. All right. Speaking of which, the hands on an idol Remember is the most Ahead. I was going to say, remember, I thought I would get zero right. So yes, yes, true. seems incorrect. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, yes. So go ahead, start again. I missed the beginning. All right. The hands on an on a hard idol is the most often used final immunity challenge, having been used six times in Survivor history. Okay, you're going to have to ask that one again because I. I'm confused on that one. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> the, the hands on the hard idol is the most often used final immunity challenge, having been used six times in Survivor history. Okay. 
okay, that's where they have to like hold on to something and not fall down or fall asleep. Yeah, whatever else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say true. I I I I feel like that's such a crazy way of um of handling um that finale but um i'm i'm just gonna say that yeah that that's happened a few times so i'm just gonna say true unfortunately it's false ah! it was it was used four times though but it's false um yeah those early seasons they used it and then they've they've gotten far away from that and they've started to use a lot of these uh these uh build a build build a stuff challenges like like the one we used today with the build the build the yeah. challenge in it yeah. Huh. So the later chat, the later seasons have completely blown that out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but you're, fine. You're, you're, you're tied for second place at three and two. Yay! So <laughs> I want to officially announce Matt Bischoff and Anthony Robinson as the winners, the co-winners of, uh, hey, we, we need to get Laurel in here to break this tie. Where's Laurel? We yeah. need to come in here and break this tie between <laughs> Matt Bischoff and, and Anthony Robinson. <laughs> right. I agree totally. Where's <laughs> Laurel? Right. It's ironic we ended with a tie. <laughs> right. Right. Of course. With me. Of course. Yeah. Always tying. <laughs> hey, we had the question earlier if you were Laurel. So if you were Laurel, who would you pick between Matt Bishop and Anthony Robinson? <laughs> um, definitely Matt. I love Matt. There you go. There I love go. Matt. <laughs> oh, he's a gem. Yeah. What a so, fun, fun guy. So, 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 so Anthony Robinson gets Dominic in this episode, and yeah. Matt Robinson <laughs> pulls off the window <laughs> with, the, right. with the win for the season. All right, Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Mitchell, for coming on my podcast. Thank you, Billy. This has been a, this has been a treat. I love it. Um, I never really get to, to chat with you much. And I mean, always on those, those Cincinnati benefits and stuff, I get to hang out with you. But, um, like I said, this year just didn't work out time wise for me. So I'll miss you there. And, and, um, I'll miss you too. Yeah. And, um, good luck with the rest of these. Um, do you, how often do you do these podcasts? This is my first season doing it for the Oz Network. Okay. This is my very first season. Yeah. So. Okay. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, me and Colin were talking about reviewing all of the Cobra Kai's, like, individual episodes. So, uh, hopefully we'll get that, uh, going in the, uh, network in the near future. Right. <laughs> right. So yep. you gotta go watch them before we review them, cause then we'll spoil them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I saw on Facebook today, somebody was like, way to spoil the ending of Survivor for me. And then, like, um, Kobe Archo was like, Dude, like, just don't go on Facebook. Like, <laughs> like we didn't feel anything. Like, it was live. So, you know, uh, yeah, the chances are strong that if you go on Facebook, you're probably going to see the name of the winner. Like, like you only have yourself to blame here. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but what, a, what a fun chance to hang out. I actually, um, I never Skype. Um, that's why I'm using my husband's Skype name, but I never really get a chance to Skype. So what a cool way of hanging out and, and, and having a great time and, and getting to see you and, uh, 
Yeah, I totally, I, totally. Awesome. You asking yeah. me? So, so thank My you, pleasure. So, Billy. Yeah. My pleasure. And thank all of you who've been listening, watching to the Survivor Ghost Island finale recap. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.